The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. The following is a paid advertisement. The opinions and views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the PSVG Podcast Network or its employees, except for maybe Coach Mo. Are you looking for an amazing RPG? What about expansive multiplayer? Perhaps a single player campaign as well. But what if that single player campaign could be played with friends and not be watered down? Do you think it sounds too good to be true? Well, it sounds like the game dreams are made of. But wait, dreams can come true. Just pick up a copy of Madden 19, available on Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Nintendo... Oh, wait, no, never mind. Anyway, as I was saying, pick up a copy of Madden 19, one of the nominees for Game of the Year by PSVG. This message was brought to you by PSVG OT and Sports Gamers Unite. I mean, oh, there it is. That's it. That's ah, yes, awkward. It's been awkward a while. I don't intro. know what we're doing anymore. That's, listen, <laughs> worst case scenario, this blows up in our face, and Kevin's like, "There's nothing for me to edit." Best case true. scenario, he goes, "That was the best PSVG OT. It was better than the salty Kevin." Which to this day. I actually I saved that's the only podcast I've saved of ours that I go back and listen to because I'm like <laughs> how how in the world is that this guy's story like yeah man Jake, when you meet him seems like a nice enough guy you don't mm-hmm, expect mm-hmm. all that no fire brimstone happens all right <laughs> I do the cough I read the notes good things happen I'm actually really excited for this one this is probably the best one that I've written. So. All right. All right. Did I do the cough? Because I don't have allergies now. I'm down in Florida. I know. So. I saw you got clear skies and yeah, clear no. air. And stuff. It's, it's I mean, Florida's crazy, but I mean, you've got good weather and you're not dying. The, the, so. the people are nuts, but not the weather. <laughs> the, weather the weather almost makes up for it. All right. I'll do the cough. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome, family. It's the triumphant return of PSVG OT, frequently down, but never out, like Rocky and Creed, except... I think not. Never mind. I'm your host, Coach Hulk, aka Mo, and I'm joined with my dude, my brother, my partner, my friend, Mr. Dev Atis. Dev, how are you, bud? How I am chilling. Um, <sighs> we're back for the very first time, like we never left. Um, so I'm yeah. happy to be here. Life has, uh, as you've put it so eloquently so many times, has kicked us in the groin. Yes. Um, but I have my cup on, so we're good. Oh, smart, smart. Yeah, it's never good when you don't. That's, you got to get that cup check in. Yep. <laughs> One of those life lessons <laughs> that you don't learn till you learn it the hard way. So yes. Oh Kids, my goodness. You yeah. play sports. Wear your cup. Amen. All right. If you play football, I know it's uncomfortable sometimes, and it doesn't seem like it's a cool thing. But look, PSA. Wear your cup. 
protect your nards. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's just great advice. Now, um, as we've as we've been apart for so long, we have a lot of housekeeping to do. Like I've yeah. I have an entire section of housekeeping. However, there's something that we need to like just kind of get out there right now. We're holding true to this idea that without the two of us, we're not we're not messing around, folks. Like this is right. a family thing. And just like, you know, back in the day, you know, Pippin when when he tried to play without Jordan was no longer Pippin. Okay. Phil without Jordan, yeah, he he got Kobe and Shaq and some stuff happened, but that was more Kobe Shaq than it was Phil. <laughs> You're my Jordan and I'm your Bill Cartwright and I'm staying See? true. I'm staying right in my lane. Um, I'm, I'm, I just, I remember I was talking to Kobe like, well, why didn't you do it by yourself again? I'm like, because those shows were not like me. Like, again, we had some awesome people step in and join, the, join the family to help, but without Absolutely. you, like it's not OT. And so yeah. when, when it was, when I couldn't be there and then when you couldn't be there, just, it's not natural. So we love all of you family. If you, if you're still listening, when BSGOT pops up on Tuesday and you're like, man, They've been gone for a minute. Yeah, we have. And we love you. And we're going to do our best to be better. But at the same time, we're going to be really upfront with you that when life's winning, we're going to hunker down and take care of the family first. And then the extra stuff can happen. All right. So that was the first bit of housekeeping. Anything you want to add, bud? Uh, it's more like Bill Cartwright and um, like Horace Grant or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even the A-team starters on the Bulls. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, man. We're Purdue and Luke Longley over here. That makes Boss Van Don. He's Phil. Is Kevin Jordan right now? I, mean, I don't like, I don't like living in a world where Kevin is our Michael Jordan. I mean, you know, some sometimes you gotta have you gotta be like Mike, and that that might be Kev. But I mean, Kevin is more like um, Kev's oh, a pimp. He's a facilitator. No, 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 no. I mean, he is, but I'm not gonna let him be Pippin. He is. Oh God, I can't think of the dude's name. To you play for the Celtics. Huh? You know, because we're making Kev Pip. No, no, we're not making Kev Pippin. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Kev is kind of like Pippin because he's like in everything. Like yeah, he's got his hands on all the things, you know what I'm saying? He's a lockdown defender, but he's also going like knock down to three when you need it. Mm-hmm. So that's Kevin. Definitely is Pippin. But I just wanted to find a redhead that I could call him instead of Pippin. <laughs> Can he be Jeff Butler? Right. Yeah, Jeff that Wessler? works for me. I, 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 I support it. I support it. So we that was our first bit of housekeeping. Um now we're gonna jump in and we're gonna do questions first before we get to our stories because I think the stories that I set up for this week are going to actually help with some of the housekeeping. So we're going to do some stories. So our first, our first question comes from Shy. Hey, Shy, was good. When I first got this, like this was a paragraph, um, and then, then another paragraph came, and a third. This is the third edition of this question because we've been on break so long. And it says, "Well, Coach, I don't know when you will read this." As if you took like a nine months off of PSVGOT. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, every game doesn't go into overtime, does it? Right? When I read that, smart girl. Yeah, not every game does. But my question, when you do come back, what will it take to help the consistency for you two? You are my favorite podcast duo. And I really think you could be one of the best around if you did, you know, 
more episodes. Also, I did say yes. It was awesome. And I texted you a photo of our court. I'm so glad. I'm glad you two uh, went to homecoming together. Uh, That was probably one of my favorite things I've gotten to do. It was awesome. Um, I'm going to have Dev go first because I'm not ready to figure this one out. Oh, man. So what would it take for us to do more shows and be more consistent? Um, Just just, you know, life has been really, really tough for me. Um, like, like he said earlier, like most said earlier, we, we, we definitely have some, some housekeeping to uh, unpack. You got a whole new house for one. Um, I do. I do. but yeah, I, I, we've had some deaths in the family. Um, like, like top of the year, um, my mother-in-law, she passed away and that was really hard on my wife. And then in, how was it? October, her grandmother passed. So her mom's mother also passed from cancer. So it's just been a really, a really, really stressful year. And when you have to deal with those type of things, you're grieving, you're, you're trying to support one another in, in your marriage, in your home, you're dealing with the kids, just trying to, you know, find whatever the new normal is going to be. So we're dealing with that. And then me and Mo also have a three hour time difference. So that also can pose a little bit of an issue because like, I really can't, you know, podcast until around nine thirty nine ish my time, which is you know midnight your time, um, and that's you know if the kids go down for sleep at the right time and everything is cool and I'm able to actually step away for a while and actually do the podcast. Um, so that's one of the things that, that has been in the way. It has been really difficult with my son trying to get him to go to sleep. He just turned three, so he's just now getting potty trained, and we finally have that under rug. But sometimes he just he's a very, very strong willed child. So he just doesn't like to do what he's being told to do. If it's not something that, you know, it's like what he wants to do at the time. So sometimes getting him down for a nap can be a challenge. Um, sometimes just, you know, the day is long, you know, Saturdays can be kind of rough because we don't have the buffer of the kids going to school and getting a lot of the energy out. So we have all the, 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 the chores that we have to do for ourselves, like grocery shopping, laundry, all of that type of stuff, as well as being mixed in with, you know, just life stuff. So a lot of times by 930, if the kids have gone down, like I might be tired, my wife might be sick, it might just be whatever to kind of like, ah, I can't do it tonight. Um, so I'm trying to make a commitment to, to everything. Like we got the start of the new year. Things are things are like calming down and getting back to a regular normal. So I should be able to be on here every week now i don't think it'll be much of an issue going forward um unless of course you know something happens where we're gone for a saturday um like going out of town or going on vacation or something like that um so that's what it would be for me but i can also you know try to do weekdays i know you're busy with with coaching you, you coach like every sport under the sun so yep. that can also pose pose a challenge so when you have that plus the three hour time difference it's just just trying to find just that ebb and flow where we can you know this is the time. This is when we do it. This is when we're good. So just trying to find that out, figure that, figure that out. And I think it'll be probably about this time. Cause I'm gonna start trying to put my son to bed at seven 30 ish on Saturdays instead of his normal eight. So we'll see how that goes. Um, again, I'm in basketball season. Uh, this is the sport that is the, the most time sensitive, uh, yeah. We're we're in week three of the season and we've played nine games. So you do the math, that's about three games a week. Um that mm-hmm. means for three nights I'm I don't come home until eleven o'clock at night. That's just basketball, it's life. 
And so like the time thing, I think there was like two weeks ago, we were going to try to get one in. And when you hit me up, I was like, Hey, uh, I'm still in St. Cloud, Florida. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even going to be home until 1am. And then you hit me back up. You're like, Hey, I have this going on. I'm like, Nope, Nope. We're good. Cause when I get home, I'm probably going to fall asleep on the couch. Like I won't even make it to the bed. Like, that's just too much work. Um, <laughs> so that's just, again, most of you guys know that, but I think for us, we have a plan um, and I'm not, we're not going to tell you what it is because it's, it's personal, but we have an idea. We have a thought that we're going to roll with. And if it works and we're able to pull this off again, we'll let you know in the future episodes, like, Hey, yeah, it totally worked. Like we're going to be really honest with that part, but we want to try it first. And if it's working, cool, we're going to roll with it. And if it's yeah. not working, then we're going to figure something else out. I will tell you, there are a few people like me and Dev who we really do like we'll text each other and ask questions We're like can you do this and i'm like no can you do this maybe and and we try to find a way to make it work we're we're dedicated but we also again our priority list it stays in check and we've told you guys that from the beginning like we're mm-hmm. we're the ot it's a family podcast it's about taking care of people and telling stories and building relationships well if we're going to build good relationships we have to have good relationships at home first so i i think to answer your question for us to be more consistent it's just us continuing to think outside the box and to kind of take those steps. So our next yep. question comes from, and I don't know if I'm saying this word right, but I'm going to go <laughs> with it. Kaiju guy? Yeah. Okay. Is that is that how I say it? Kaiju? Yeah. Kaiju. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I'm guessing it's something, a play off of a Pacific Rim. I think that's what they're called. The Like Isn't the giant the monsters. monsters, monsters? Yeah. I believe they're called Kaiju. Well, so Kaiju guy posted this question and because we messed up and didn't get a show recorded uh he also scored a ten dollar nintendo eShop gift card yes folks if you go to discord psvg discord whatever i don't actually know what the actual link is someone smarter than me will (laughs) tell you that but if you go to our discord and go to the psvg channel if you were ever like hey uh where was the show or what happened here there's a good chance that because i want to let you know that we love you and appreciate you you're going to score a gift card we, we our swag bag is better than all of the PHVG network. I'm just going to throw truth. that out now. We we have stuff for days. Why? Because when I find stuff on sale, dude, I just I, I just pick it right up. Also, we have one of those Super Smash Brother controllers. We have two. My wife's got one. I have one. It's it's in a box now in the garage. So that might be <laughs> to the swag bag because I have no interest on playing with a controller on that thing. Because like the I I what tried playing play with the system. Cause if it's just play handheld, yeah. So yeah. it works for me. So I don't like this. I don't like the joysticks on the Joy-Con. They, they I don't see. either. They're they're very yeah. flimsy. But yeah, when I tried playing with the controller, it like it threw me off. Like I don't yeah. know why. So I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Uh, just I need to. Find, someone told me you can get the Elite to work on it. But back to let's get to the question. <laughs> <laughs> so Kaiju guy says, hey, how? Wh- what is the best way for a teenage boy to manage time? Um, when they're sitting down to play some games or to make music, is that okay? And so when I read this, I was like, you know, I'm a big proponent of moderation. Um, I really, you know, I moderate how much TV I watch. Uh, I moderate, you know, how much money I spend. I'm very kind of involved in categories of things. And I think the biggest thing for you is I'm a big fan of journals. You know, things that I can Mm -hmm. literally have with me that say, hey, 
you have got this time blocked off, this time blocked off, this time blocked off. This is how much time you have. So I would say if you go through and, and just kind of document a week and you're like, hey, uh, it took me this long to get my math homework done, this long to get science homework done. These are the extra hours I had in a day. Then split it up evenly between your interests that you want to do so that you get a little you get a little music time. Okay, If you're a musician, um, I used to play bass for probably about 45 minutes to an hour every night back when I was in college. Um, and then I kind of got into this. I play a little drums and that's where I really like, oh man, I was in heaven. Um, but it was, you know, if I sit and play for four hours in a row and I miss out on trying to get, you know, a game of Madden in or spending time with my wife, then there's a problem, right? Like you have to have that balance. So for me, I would say the best way to do it is really document how much work you're doing in a week, how much free time there is, and then divide it evenly amongst those interests would be my advice. Dev? So for me, basically, uh, time management is a is a skill, and the better off you are, like building that skill set while you're in high school, the more it'll benefit you, like going forward, you know, um, in the future. And and like most said, it's, it's a lot of it is just about moderation, making sure that you're setting up your time in a way to where you can actually get all the things done that you want to get done and still have a little bit of time for your passions or whatnot. So if you know you have homework on certain days or whatnot, got to make sure you get that homework done. And then, like you said, you journal that week so you can find out how much time you spend on everything. And then you can start blocking off certain chunks for all the different things you want to get done in the day. Um, it's just it's just about you know managing your time and seeing what you're doing and how much time you're spending doing stuff to making sure that you allocate the right amount of time to do whatever it is you need to do and still have some time to enjoy life and so you don't feel like you're just on just a crazy schedule because um, I know a lot of times you when you're just constantly on a schedule or whatnot you can kind of feel like your life is out of your control because you're just over scheduled so every now and again just take a step back look at the schedule and see, you know, if this is working out for you and you may need to adjust. So, you know, you don't have to be, nothing has to ever be set in stone. Just find a, find a little, find a little, you know, schedule that works for you, stick with it for a while and make adjustments as needed. Nice. Uh, our next question comes from Jermont. Jermont wants to know, what do you think is going to happen with the Kareem hunt when it's all said and done? So what do we think is going to be the outcome for Kareem hunt? Uh, for maybe his info career or for the year? Mm, that's a good question. Very good question because the NFL and just uh, how they manage this stuff. It's very possible that, you know, he could be done, like done, done. Um, Just because they don't want to backlash. It could also be like, eh, we'll give you a slap on the wrist. You're going to be out for the rest of this year, but some team will pick you up next year. It's tough to say because didn't didn't the Chiefs release him? Uh, yeah, he is no longer a Chief, and yeah. I believe, and I'm not 100 percent on this, his waiver wire was not picked up, so he's yeah. right now a free agent. So yeah, it's it's tough to say. I I mean, will he get a second chance? I mean, this is was this the first in- incident for him, or has he had any other problems? Uh, I believe this was his first incident. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean. With just the way things are going just in the world, in the NFL, it's very possible that he'll get a slap on the wrist. It's very possible that he is done. The league may just be like, you know what? You you 
you did something that we're not okay with and you can no longer play in this league. It's very, very possible. It, it's hard to say. It can really go either way. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy when you think about certain players that have done certain things and it's just, okay, that's we're just going to forget about that now. You think about like Roethlisberger. He was, you know, charged with something pretty bad, but he's still in the league, you know? So it's possible. He may make Kareem Hunt may, may come back. He may not. I really don't know. The league is just so up in the air for me. It's really hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. So as a as a sports fan, um, I I fully believe he should never play another down in the NFL. Um, and that's just because, like, as an NFL player, you are a role model. Now, Shannon Sharp made an incredible argument. It's like, okay, if that's the rule, then um, he basically said, if he's done, then he wants the same rule for lawyers and policemen and doctors. And so if you are found beating a woman, you're done working in that possession, that, that, uh, profession. And so that made me think, um, so I looked at it more from how I felt about the Addison Russell situation. Um, Addison Russell's a, a player for the Cubs who got into an issue with, uh, he abused his, uh, ex-wife and, I wanted the Cubs and like cut him. Like he, I don't want him wearing um, our uniform. Um, instead, what they did was they mandated a set of things he had to do. They put him on a different tendered contract, so he's actually not going to get paid until he gets these things finished. They brought in a, a counselor and a psychiatrist and people who were more informed on this to kind of help build this culture not only to teach Addison how to be a better human being, but to help the rest of the team, how to learn from his mistake. So I, I respected that, but at the same time, like I don't want him on the field for my team. Like Mm -hmm. there, there are a few things that I like are a deal breaker for me and laying your hands on somebody who may or may not have been weaker than you, but who you like, in my mind, there's no situation where you hit a woman. None. Uh, I've been punched by a female before. I've been slapped by my wife once or twice when she's gotten real mad. And I just stand there and go, okay. Again, um, I'm also a monster. Like, I'm very tall. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> me growling probably did the job of making people go, I probably should never do that again. But at the same time, like, I've always been taught, like, on the football field, I'm allowed to hit. When I'm not on the football field, I'm not allowed to hit. And right. I've been in situations where I've been punched a couple of times or um, things have happened. And unless I thought my life was in danger, I never threw a punch back. And so, like, in the Kareem Hunt situation, when I watched that video, his life wasn't in danger. He was upset. He was angry. And he thought it was okay to push, to, to hit, and to kick that woman. And... That's where the line for me, no, no, he he had every opportunity. He had another young woman and two other people trying to pull him off, and he decided going through them to get to her was more important. And that's where I'm like, I'm not okay with it. Right. Would I like to see a team sign him kind of the way that the, the Cubs are doing with Addison, where, hey, you're not going to get paid until you've done all of this. So your entire life. Is about fixing this wrong. Maybe, maybe I'd be okay with that. But for right now, I would rather him sit out. Um, I know that you know, I know Ray Rice never got another chance 
Um, and, and his was a similar situation. Um, I just, I don't know. So for me, I, I don't think he plays this year unless a team just doesn't care about morals and says, hey, we're just trying to win a Super Bowl. Because here's the thing. He might be the fourth best running back in the NFL, and he's at home right now. Like yeah. I can think of three guys right now that I would rather have than him as far as an athlete. Saquon being – I'd rather have Saquon over anybody. Saquon, Zeke, and Gurley. Yeah. I can't name another guy who's better than that guy at playing running back in the NFL. And when the fourth best running back in the NFL is at home, someone's wallet's going to start calling. And so yeah. I I hope he doesn't play this year, but I, I could see a situation where he does. So yeah. – I don't think he does this year, but I definitely could see him possibly going to somebody next year. Um, I would love for him to not play and for them to actually set a precedent and stick by it. And if anybody else does something like this, you get the same treatment. Um, I just wanted to be fair across the board. I want if they're going to you know set a precedent with this, I would like it to stick. And if this is something that you're going to say, yeah, domestic, we're not OK with domestic abuse, we're not OK with domestic violence. And if you you know, and that, hap- that happens with you, you're done. You're gone. That's not something we allow in our league. And if you, you know, break the rules, you're done. I would love for that to be, you know, a mandate that actually sticks, that nobody can skirt by or fly under the radar. You get caught with, you, you know, your pants down, you're done. You're out. So that that's how I feel about it. It should, it should be, oh, yeah, and you, you can't play in this league. You don't get the privilege because I'm sorry, the NFL sports that's a privilege you know you work really hard you train all year to be able to do these things but it's a privilege to be able to play sports and make money to be an entertainer like that that is a privilege you are under the microscope you are constantly watched. you know you can't get away with anything anymore so you if, if this is the life that you chose you need to act accordingly you're going to be a role model people will be looking up to you people will be looking at you to see what you're what you're about and if this is what you're about no you don't get the privilege of playing in our league Good. Now, this next question comes from a former student, and we're talking former, we're talking seven years ago. So I was blessed to coach a very good defensive lineman. Uh, He ended up going to college. He he did play a little bit of college football, Um, but now he's back and he's actually coaching at the school I taught at when I first was in Orlando. Um, And so me and him kind of connected. We were talking about life and I was talking about PSVG and how much I love it and how grateful I am for the OT. And so this question came from him. And so this is what he's picked up from listening to other podcasts. So we're going to have a lot of clarifying to do after this, but I laughed really hard when I read this question. Is it hard for you to be the outsiders at PSVG? (laughs) When I listen to the other shows, you guys seem to disagree with everyone else a lot. How do you handle that? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I think about that a lot because I definitely feel like we are definitely on the outside because we're not the Nintendo guys. We don't we don't play the Nintendo stuff. You pretty much play everything. I do. But I try. I give everything at least I, an hour. I try. I try to give it an yeah, hour. You, you play everything. You play a lot more games than I do. Your library is insane. And just the, the game that you finish and have enjoyed are, are way way outside some of the games I would ever play. But when I sit down and I think about like the games that we enjoy the most when it comes to like you with the sports and me with like the 
the investment games like a destiny or upcoming anthem which i know we're both hype about yeah we're definitely kind of like on the outside when it comes to that those type of games like yeah you know seth plays destiny but he hasn't played destiny like i play destiny you know he'll still go and play like a celeste or something like that which is a game i'll never jump into <clears throat> you've got you know josh and 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 kyle who also play a lot of games they they play they'll play destiny they like i know josh is a is, is big into destiny he's a destiny fan he's been playing it a lot um i know they both play sports games but they don't play them like heavily uh kyle plays a lot of overwatch um so they 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 do play a lot of the games we play but just not i would say in the realm that we play them i guess and we don't play a lot of the the stuff that they play like as much like the nintendo stuff we just don't and i i've said it before the shack is lit when you think when you come to psvg if you look at all of our chat rooms the chat room that always has people talking is a nintendo shack it's just that's just where our team kind of like divulges that's just where it's at like you'll see some chat usually in the empire it'll usually be donnie posting about some game that he wants to play because it's come to you know game pass or whatnot but that's not where his heart is as hard as in the shack um playstation like that room it lights up you know from time to time usually donnie being mad about something um and then posting <laughs> some hate and then me having to try to defend it and then kyle being like you know what i'm not you, you guys suck i don't want to deal with this um but it's funny i think we all it, we're a good team like we all get along we all have fun uh we joke a lot but yeah sometimes i look at it, i'm like mm, <laughs> Who am I going to play with? Personally, because I'm three hours behind everybody. <laughs> so everybody's asleep by the time I get on and want to play some. But then it's also like, I'm, I'm going to play Destiny. You guys, you mm -hmm. guys aren't going to play Destiny. So maybe Anthem will be the one that brings us all together. Where everybody's like, oh my God, this is awesome. I know mm -hmm. Smash is kind of doing that right now, but you're on the outside of that. Like, you don't want any parts of Smash, but everybody's playing Smash, including myself. I actually have played over 50 battles today. Like, talking about Smash, I'm now losing 15. I think it's fifteen to eleven, and and one one on one matches with Lace. Uh, I cannot <laughs> stop Marth. Like I can't. That's because you keep like, using Lou. I will only. I'm only going to use the character that I like. That is the only character on that roster, except for Samus, that I actually like. But the problem with Samus is I could not get the when I first tried Samus. Oh no, she didn't have Samus unlocked. That was the issue. But I couldn't zero suit Samus. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Is that is that one on there? Well, there's two. There's there's Samus where she's in like the full suit, and then you have Zero Suit Samus where she's outside of the the various suit and it's just the blue one. Like, yeah, the, that's the only one I know. Is there another Samus? Yeah, there's the regular Samus when the in the golden red. Oh my goodness! So when she's in like the full suit, I did not realize they have Zero, and then there's only... also Dark Samus too. <laughs> so there's three of them. Time out. <laughs> I just my non Nintendo factor just kicked in. I did not realize <laughs> that the robot lady person thing—that's Samus. I that's did just not. her suit. To me, Samus <laughs> is the blonde lady in the blue jumpsuit. <laughs> my bad. All right, so I guess I don't have her. All right, I'll try. I'll try using the other Samus. But yeah, not doing well. Uh, I just can't compete with those two. Um, they they just um, Pikachu murked me like i'm talking mm. it was like 150 damage to like 0 0.5 <laughs> it was a whooping i was like i don't know how to get, i couldn't i couldn't get close enough 
to use. I only know how to use the down B move. That's, that's oh, all I got. Yeah, it's, it's a good move, though. It, it, no, it's not. It's funny. You say down B, but B is my jump. Like, I had to remap the buttons. I could not play yeah. them the way they had them. Like, it I just, no. Okay. Change them. So, um, I, Dom, I don't think we're uh, outliers. Um, I think we have a, a pretty good group. There, there are days when I feel like, hey, I don't belong at PSVG. I should not be here. There are days where I have to, like, text Kevin, be like, hey, I appreciate you. Um, me and him have a thing where I just let him know he's good pizza. Um, you know, good. It, it just, I he helps kind of keep me, I want to say centered, because there are mm-hmm. times where I'm in this group where I'm like, no, 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 you guys are ignoring, like, things that are just right in front of you. Um, to this day, I still think, FIFA should be in the game year conversation. And I agree. We'll, we'll get into that later. But as a group, there are days when when I'm in there as a sports gamer, which I am. Like I'm 95% sports and 5% other stuff. And people are like, well, you play so many games. Yes, I do. But when you look at the time spent, right? I, I've put a hundred hours into Madden on two different systems, PC and Xbox. <laughs> okay. Like, that is insane. I, it's just, I think what I'm trying to get to though is it's a really good group as long as you kind of are able to like see through the jokes. And yeah. I think that's the stuff that's not, people don't always see. Like people think that like I actually really, really hate Nintendo. I don't, I don't hate Nintendo. Like I want bad things to happen to them. I just, I keep trying their games and going, this isn't doing anything new. This isn't doing anything extraordinary, and it's boring. Like I don't enjoy the games, and I've tried. Like literally, I have a stack. I bought Diablo three, thinking everyone's telling me how great Diablo three is on the on the Switch. So I I grabbed it, threw it in, was like, no, 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 no. The the Xbox version blows this out of the water. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll just keep playing that. And I bought uh, Dark Souls on it. Actually, I actually thought Dark Souls wasn't a bad port job. Like, it's pretty similar. Um, but I needed something on these bus trips to play, so Dark Souls worked out. So I've gotten probably, probably 20 hours into Dark Souls last two weeks. But if you can see through the comments and understand the heart of the people, um, mm-hmm. Kyle might be one of the nicest human beings on this planet. Like I, I feel he like might be the nicest person on the planet. I Again, might be right. Um, I wish, like, I talked to Kyle more. Josh, Josh literally loves games in, in a way that I, I kind of, when I see Josh post stuff about, about video games, I stop whatever I'm doing and really pay attention because he, he really does post about things he's passionate about. He's not out there, you know, throwing, throwing fluff that we have a couple people and there are people out there who, you know, because of the brand, they're going to lift thing on a mountain and say, it's, it's all good. And it (laughs) might not be, but those two, like, Again, if you if you haven't listened to the boards of video games, you're making a mistake. It's a great show, and those two do a wonderful job. But you know, Boss Man Don, he's very analytical, and I I respect that. Um, you know, we have a really good group, and I think I think once you kind of see through the jokes and get the hearts, I think you'll realize that we're not on the outside so much as we just have a different set of opinions and values. I think would yeah. be the better way to say it. Yeah, we just so. like different stuff, and no, mm-hmm. me and Donnie don't hate each other. We actually. <laughs> way too much fun just going back and forth we both just like to argue and talk 
that's basically what that boils down to. And we generally are on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to stuff. So we just will go back and forth all day long and mm-hmm. blow up an entire chat room. Um, but there's nothing but love there. Like I love Donnie. Like I love mm-hmm. that I have somebody that I can sit there and banter with all day long about absolute nonsense. Like it doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, like me and him, we're not mad at each other at all. It's all fun and games for us. Um, so yeah. like you said, you got to look past the jokes and get to the heart of it. And the fact that we all genuinely enjoy each other. So yeah. even though we may play different stuff and it may seem like we're on the, we're like on the outside of it all, it's just, you know, we all like different things. And the fact that we all like different things, but can come together and create this, it's amazing. So now it's time for our stories. And I'm really jacked for this. Like this is, this was part of, I'm very proud of this. So what we're going to do today, um, and we, the only reason we move the stories to the end is because of how different this format is, but we're actually going to tell one great story since we've been gone. Um, just to kind of share a little life with you guys. Then we're going to tell something that was a little out of the ordinary since we've been gone. And then we're going to wrap it up with the hardest thing we dealt with since we've been gone. So my dude, Dev, what, what was something awesome that's happened during the OT vacancy? Something awesome that's happened during the OT vacancy. I would say probably the most awesome thing is just my son and his transition out of diapers. It was like really, really hard. Like he was like, I am not going to the potty. Stop, stop this nonsense. No, I have a diaper. I'm just going to, I can go here. I don't need to go to the, to the potty. No, I'm not doing it. And then one day, like it just, it just clicked. And ever since then, he was able to just not even be in a diaper. Like he'll get up and go to the bathroom on his own. He actually hasn't had, he's been out of diapers like overnight for about a week and he has not had an accident yet, which is great. Let me knock on some wood. Um, but he'll get up in the middle of the night and actually go to the bathroom on his own now. He needs to go use the bathroom. He just gets up and go. But we were having such a hard time with the transition. And even at school, like he didn't want anybody changing his diaper. He didn't want to go to the potty. It was just bad. Like it was to the point where like he didn't want anybody to change his diaper, but then he also didn't want to use the potty. It's like you, you can't do that. Either you're going to use a diaper and let people change you or you're going to go to the potty. So like the fact that he finally got it and has been out of diapers for about two weeks now, like just strictly under ruse, under ruse, um, it's been great. And it it just warms my heart to be like, OK, yeah, he's growing up to be able to see him like start to grow up and not be in diapers. And also I don't have to buy diapers is also nice. So that's been something that's been really great. Just being able to see that that continued evolution of, of my son, who's who's just great. Nice. So my my something great was I played the game of the year, my game <laughs> of the year, three times since we've been apart. It's from start to finish. You have a new and, one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was so good that I got my wife to play it. And she sat back after finishing it and goes, yeah, yeah. That is exceptional. And that was one of those moments for me. Like I needed, like I needed nice. someone who wasn't a sports gamer to see what I was seeing because I couldn't get any of my friends to play it. Like I was <laughs> literally like just told no. 
I tried telling Dan about it. I tried telling Nate about it. I was like, hey, guys, guys, you, this, this is my game of the year. I'm telling you, you have to just try it. It's so good. And it was, no, 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 no. That's not happening. Have a good day. And I was like, oh, okay. Have a good day. Bye, bye guys. <laughs> my game, I, I'm really excited to talk about game of the year at the end. So something we did that was out of the ordinary uh, since we've been gone. I'll, I'll start with this one. The thing that I've done that was out of the ordinary was I started sharing lifting stuff with people. Um, I'm not a big Instagram person. I'm not a big picture person. I'm not a big like, hey, here's my life. I have no problem throwing up an idea or a thought or a comment, but I'm not real big on like sharing personal stuff. And I've been doing a lot more work in the weight room probably the last like three months um, just because like I think once I hit that 365 bench and I'm now back up to normal where I was in college and I'm like encroaching on the 400 pound mark. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. You know what I mean? Like I have a reason to lift again. Um, and it's been just really enjoyable, like sharing it with my students and sharing it with my kids and, you know, sharing it with my family, my wife. And and then, you know, I see, I see our group talking about lifting and go, Hey, get some curls in the day. Let's go. Let, let's get bigger. And it's been really fun doing that. So that's been the thing that's been out of the ordinary is I've been a little more like open with stuff that I do. Um, one thing that I do that some people think is kind of crazy. Uh, I keep a 25 pound plate in, in the bathroom um, and I get curls in while I'm doing my twos. I know some people play on their phones, but I'd rather, you know, fill the sleeves. And, uh, you know, I, I was I was open sharing that. That's not something like, like you can just tell somebody without them judging you right off the bat. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I heard when I read that, I was dying, but I was like, Yeah, that seems about right. I could definitely do that. Like, that was hilarious, but it made perfectly sense. Yep. Gotta get the gangs right. Yeah, it's, it's a valuable time. You're in there, what 10 minutes? That's some that's some rep time. So, uh, <laughs> all right, so something out of the ordinary for you, big guy. Something that was a little weird, a little different. Something out of the ordinary for me. Um, I've been playing Switch. Like, that's not normal, you know, Dude. for me. Okay. I like, deleted, that's out of the ordinary. I do that podcast twice and re-download it. <laughs> and finally, the third time, I, I got through it. And I was like, I'm happy for you. Like, again, you grew up with those games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have a kinship to some of that stuff. And so it makes sense that you would find joy in some of those worlds. And as someone who loves you and someone who like has your back, it it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're in the neighborhood and you're used to everybody meeting at four o'clock to play at this hoop that's in the mm-hmm. cul-de-sac. Everybody meets there. And then for like three weeks, one of your boys who's normally always there, he's always your two guard. He takes care of things. He gives you the ball where you want it. He stops coming around and you walk over and you find him. He's at a different park. You're like, oh. <laughs> I still love the fact that you're hooping. I'm just not happy about where. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm happy that you're happy. Like I'm happy that you are gaming. Right. That's not how I feel about where you're doing that. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I don't even really play it at home. It's normally just, you know, at work when I've got a couple of minutes. So, like, I get the whole portability thing. Like, it enables me to be able to play games when I'm at work. 
So that's cool. But it hasn't been Nintendo games. That's the thing. Like, it's not like I'm playing a game that's exclusive. Like, I was mainly playing Warframe, which is on every other system. So it's not like I'm sitting there playing, you know, something Kirby or Pikmin mm-hmm. or I was something like Warframe that. when it first came on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, that game is great. I enjoy it. And being able to just play in the palm of my hand, like, I'm not going to lie, the Switch is a is a nice system. It feels good. It runs well. It, it plays the games that you want to play pretty well. So it, it was... It, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Golf Story was the only one that there was uh, a Nintendo only thing. I don't think it's anything else except maybe PC. I don't know. Um, that one was fun. I enjoyed it. That was, that was a good little pickup by Downey, but it felt very like Nintendo to me. It felt very NES. Like it took me back just the way the game plays, the way it looks. Like it took me back to that 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 childhood um, of playing like Nintendo. And then the other games I've been playing have all been like the Nintendo classics. Like Super Dodgeball is one of my favorite games of all time like that game on nes it is basic it is simple but it takes me to a place which is why i always enjoyed i remember that was one of the first games i played on nes i remember i had the very first game pro magazine and that was one of the ads in there and it just it takes me just to a place where i I, i'm like back as a little kid playing nintendo so that's been really cool it's been out of the ordinary because yes i've been gaming on a nintendo system i haven't had a nintendo system since the n64 which i loathed i hated that system that was the system that made me say i'm done with nintendo so i'm back it's weird i'm gonna keep smashing respect respect hopefully me and luigi can get our lives together uh i gotta get back into the positives (laughs) get real tired of doing chores real real tired of it it's fun way to settle disputes but I gotta, you gotta, I gotta find a different character, man. I understand the love for Luigi, but you gotta you gotta thing. branch out. If like I, I thought about it. I sat there for a minute and I thought about it. But if I'm gonna find a different character dev, that means I have to play it more. I just don't That's know. Okay. If okay. I can just learn the one, then I only have to play when it's time to to settle an argument. I don't have to touch it ever again. But I mean, uh, it's it's matchups. It's just like sports, man. It's matchups. There's right. certain people and, and Luigi clearly ain't matching up to her Marth. Well, so you got. I, I reached somebody. out. To, I, I reached out to Mister Mister Flux, Mister Jason, for help, and he he ignored me completely. He had no interest in helping me whatsoever. So <laughs> yeah, I saw um, the dear 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 Flux aid. He yeah, was no I, was like, I was like, you're supposed to be supposed to be the Smash Math Master, and evidently I'm just not good enough to talk to him. So I'm not Nintendo <laughs> enough, and that, I'll deal with it. But just he did sad. make it into the Elite Smash. Now he's in the upper echelon. So oh, like, you know he's. Fine. You're not an elite smash player. You can't play against. I think that's a problem. I think I just, you know, it's it's like (laughs) I'm one of those people who I go grocery shopping at the dollar store and he goes to Whole Foods, and you know, wow, that's that's where it is. That's 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 the life that we have to deal with, and I'm gonna have to just accept my place. (laughs) uh, Oh, you're wrong. No, 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 you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, the hardest thing we've dealt with since the break. Um, I'm gonna share mine. Because I, I really had a really bad Thursday night. Thursday night, I went to bed knowing Friday morning was going to be horrible. And the reason why was the Game Awards were Thursday night. See, mm. I watched the Game Game Awards last year because I was like, there's no way FIFA doesn't win it. FIFA 18 is on the top-selling games list for this year. I want to point that out. And we're not talking like top you know, 25, I think they're like 10th for game selling this year is FIFA 18. FIFA 19 is third. 
Okay. And I, so I'm saying this as someone who I respect that FIFA 18 story mode last year was amazing. Okay. It was just one of the best story modes in games. It was my game of the year last year. I think I may have put Madden above it just a little bit, but that was literally based on one thing and one thing only. And it was the issues that FIFA 18 had with their online stuff. And that was literally for like three months. It's perfect now, right? Because remember, FIFA 18 releases late anyways. So they release, what, October? So they had two months. And that's when that first two months was pretty rough. So when I say this, like, as someone who plays sports games primarily, I understand that we're not sports gamers are going to get ignored and we're not going to get a chance for game of the year. I'm, I'm coming to terms with it, even though it drives me bonkers. But when I look at the list this year for sports game of the year, mm. and Madden's not on it. Again, Madden, one of the top selling games of the year. Not on it. Instead, you have Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis. Yeah. And the game that wins it is Forza Horizon 4. I'm sorry. And and I know some people love Forza Horizon 4 and they think it's the best Forza Horizon. I, I think 3 was better. I felt like 4 didn't do enough that was new to really beat out 3 because I thought 3's camp mode was perfect. I thought Australia is just a much, much prettier, more enjoyable map than than uh, England's been so far. But I, I've still logged 30 hours into it. I've played it. But you're you're gonna tell me Forza Horizon 4 beat out FIFA 19, who had has only been out what four weeks now, had little to no issues server-wise this year, who has story mode is even better than the one from last year that people went ballistics for. Oh, and they fixed their FIFA Ultimate team. So now all of the issues that you had with EA's shady business practices from years past have been wiped clean and they've given it back to sports gamers. And you're going to just throw that out for the number three selling game of the year. Because and I no just, respect. dude, yeah. I, I was furious. I was like, how in the world? It made me feel like as a sports gamer, this thing that I love that does really, really well doesn't matter. And I was like, I'm talking, I was dejected. And then I saw some of the comments at PSVG and I was like, I don't know if I can be a part of this. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can be around people who don't understand. Like, I understand that you might not think we deserve as sports gamers an opportunity for game of the year. I get that. But for sports game of the year, you're going to tell me that Forza Horizon 4 is going to beat out a game that's on the best selling list in the top 25 of all games on two different consoles. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's my thoughts on that because I felt the same way you did. Cause when you posted in the discord, let me know what sports game of the year is. And I responded, I said, it's, it's FIFA. It's gotta be FIFA. It can't be anything other than FIFA. Right. And then it was Forza Horizon 4. And this is how I know that the sports games get no respect because they can't even separate sports and racing. Race, There's enough racing games that come out to where you don't need to lump them in. I get it. Motorsports. Oh, it's, it's a sport. I get it. But 
there's enough games out where it can be its own category and you can actually let actual sports games in. If you're going to put in Pez, you know, why isn't Madden in there? It doesn't make any sense to me. Mario Tennis, it's not even an actual technical tennis game. Like, it's not a virtual tennis. It's it's not an actual representation of tennis. It's just like the Nintendo version of tennis where you have weird super shots and all kind of other stuff. And I feel like that game wasn't well received anyway. So I just, I don't understand why I feel like this category is a throwaway category just to have something out there. And I didn't play Forza three. I've only played a teeny tiny bit of Forza four, but just from what I've seen from the two Forza three seems like the way more interesting game, way more fun. Like when it comes to like the diversity of the map and the races and stuff, it looked like it was a much more fun game to actually play, but to give the sports game of the year award to Forza Horizon 4 over a FIFA, it just doesn't make sense. Even over a Madden, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, you look at the top selling sports games, the most, you know, engaging sports games. I'm sure Forza was up there, but it's also on Game Pass. So you had a lot of people play it, but how long did they play it? I don't know about any Forza tournaments, but Madden and FIFA constantly have sports tournaments all over the place. So for them to give that award to to them, to me, it feels like they're not giving it based on merit of how good the game is. They're giving it based on maybe the fact that Forza is more artistic, but it's sports. You want to have the most representation like of actuals, like the sport. And I feel like FIFA and Madden do a much better job of that than Forza Horizon, which, yeah, you can do a lot of things with the cars, but it's not an actual representation of motorsports in any way, shape or form. Nobody's driving those cars around like that. You can't race like that. So I don't, I don't understand the award, and I wish they would change it to separate out the stuff. And if you're going to give a best sports game award away, it needs to go to an actual like sports sim type game instead of Mario Tennis or Forza Horizon. Like if it was Forza, Forza Motorsport, maybe. But to give it to the Horizon, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay with that. Man, all right. Uh, and then the the hardest thing you had to deal with in the break was that the deal, hardest deal, part, dealing with the family stuff. Yeah, I mean dealing with the family stuff. Like the hardest thing that I've dealt with from you know our break was my my wife's grandmother passing. I mean, she was hugely instrumental in my wife's life, big big piece. Um, and she lost like the second most important person in her life in the same year when she lost you know the most important person, which was her mom. So. Dealing with that, dealing with the grieving process, the trying to just, you know, get through the rest of the year, get through everything um, has definitely been the, just the hardest part. Like she's she's been tore up about it. I've just tried to be there and be as supportive as possible. But it's it's just it's been really, really hard. This year has been really, really tough for us. Um, so, yeah, just all the family stuff has just been like the most difficult things to deal with. Um, but we're pushing through. So. Now, again, once we're really big on the relationship side, so as your wife's like best friend, and what have you been doing to like help in this? And I, I'm asking more so that we can kind of let our listeners know and our, our friends and family who are listening know, like, hey, here are some of my best practices for how I'm helping someone deal with loss. You know what I mean? So, so it's hard. I mean, because a lot of times you get stuck into the like, what do I even say to that person? You know, and it, everybody's yeah. different, you know, so yeah. it's about just trying to know the person like my wife, like for her, 
a lot of it is just checking in and constantly asking how she's doing. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not very good at it because, you know, I, for me, like when I'm dealing with certain stuff, I don't need the constant check-in. Like that's just not who I am, but she needs to know that you care, that you're paying attention, that you see what I'm going through and you respect that enough to come and talk to me and just ask, how am I doing? And just sit with me in it. Like, I'm not look. She's not looking for a fix because there's no fix for this. You can't fix something like this. But I do want you to feel. I want to feel like I'm not alone in it. So that's the biggest thing that she wants is to feel like she's not the only person going through this. The only one sitting in it and going through it. She doesn't want to feel alone. She just wants to know that you're there and that you 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 notice what she's going through and that you see how she's feeling and just to be present that's the the best thing that I can do for her. And a lot of times that's just hard because of all the other stuff going on. Like for me, I'm an action person. I just do stuff. So for me, like I'm trying to do all the house stuff. So she doesn't have to. So she gets to come home and things are just taken care of where she could care less about a lot of that stuff. She wants me to just sit and be with her. But for me, that's hard to do because I'm like, I got to constantly be moving. So it's really about just knowing your partner and knowing what they need and trying to fulfill that as best you can. So if you know that your partner is the kind of person that like wants to just have everything done and not have to worry about it, do that. If you know your partner just wants you to sit with them and be present in the space, do that. It's just, you know, communication and finding out what it is that they need and being able to do your best to just give that. And also just be open and honest with where you are with it. So if you're struggling in an area with with something that they need, just making sure that you let them know so they're not just sitting there wondering, like, what the heck, you know? So mm -hmm. that's been, like, that's my best advice to just talk to your partner and find out what it is they need. Know your partner and, and do your best to just fulfill what they're looking for at the time, even if it puts you in an uncomfortable place. Mm -hmm. Respect. Now, we're getting, to, we're getting to the end of the show, and we're getting to one of my favorite parts, the game of the year conversation. Now, I've been excited to talk to you about my game of the year for a minute. Like, it's taken all of my self-control not to be posting it on Twitter. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. A couple weeks back, I went to the midnight release of Red Dead Redemption 2. Went for my wife. I had no interest in playing the game. And it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, it was, it wasn't because I was mad at Red Dead Redemption 2. It was because I was hurt at the ending from Red Dead Redemption. Okay? Um <laughs> To this day, I do not understand how you made that ending because I had fought and killed so many people in that game. And then for some reason, in the last 30 seconds, you're like, oh, hey, you can't fight anymore. We're going to take the control to your hands. Like, again, I'm going to stop there before we go down this rabbit hole. So pick the game up. She plays it. She goes, hey, this is this is pretty good. You should probably give it a chance. And I was like, I'm good. Then Dan was talking, hey, this is pretty good. Josh was talking, hey, this is pretty good. Uh, Nate, all, all these guys, like, hey, yeah, we're really enjoying it. I'm like, okay, let me give it a shot. So I jump in and I dabble. I probably put like 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here, uh, get through to chapter two. And in chapter two, I'm, I'm actually starting to like the game. And I'm seriously, I'm starting to like, it's get, got its hooks in me. I'm enjoying the map. I killed this legendary bear, even though like it took every piece of ammo that I had. I had to climb on top of rocks to shoot down at this thing because like it was nuts. And <laughs> finally got it. Like I found out later, you're supposed to like leave with this other dude and not fight it right then and there because you're not prepared. <laughs> I did not think through that, but I was, it was a great fight. 
they sent me on this mission and I'm supposed to rescue a buddy from jail. And I'm like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. It's one of the homies. Yeah, I got you, man. I'm going to go get you out. It's going to be great. We're going to bust out. We're going to get these horses. I literally parked my horse so that I could bust him out. We could both jump on together and go. No, no, no. This dude busts out and proceeds to murder this whole town. <laughs> like he proceeds, he literally goes into a house. Was it Micah? I, I don't remember his name. But yeah, he's a bad guy. Bad, bad man. <laughs> he, he shoots the guy and then he goes in and he shoots the wife to get his extra gun holster back. And I literally finished that mission trying to shoot him. But if you kill him, it makes you start it over. <laughs> and because I wasn't mm. smart enough to make a safe spot prior to this, I'm stuck. Mm. And I finished that mission, dude, and I was done. I traded Red Dead Redemption that day. It's like, I never wow. want to see you again. I don't want you in my house. I don't want you near me. I was like, Lace, you buy digital on your account, so I never have to touch it. Okay. To, to deal with the loss... I was just looking for something to fill the time because I was sad that I lost out on that world. I was loving the poker. I was loving uh, the the hunting. And so I downloaded a game called NBA 2K19, The Prelude. Dev, Mm -hmm. NBA 2K19, The Prelude is my game of the year. What? Dev, it is the basketball movie I've been waiting for. It tells a story better than the last four NBA basketball films that have come out. Its story is on the same level as love and basketball. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back row. Its story is on the same level as love and basketball. One of the greatest films in the world, Dev. And the gameplay is nice. (laughs) They reward you for being a good teammate. And they show you the snakes in the water in the NBA. They open you up to what it actually means to be a part of a squad. And Dev, the acting is good. The facial animations are good. And the cutscenes I dream about. <laughs> and when I finished it, it made me go buy NBA 2K19 just so that I could take that story and keep playing. <laughs> NBA 2K19, the prelude is free. And it's yeah, no. that, guys, it is the single player game for sports we've been waiting for. I will stand right now and say that for me, it's a game changer because it's free. It's amazing. And it carries over into the main game. It did his job. He got you to go buy the, the full game. See, now I got to play this. I got to play the Predator because you it's, know how I feel about basketball, bro. Oh, it's basketball I'm, is life. The rest is just details. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm telling you, when I was shouting this out, I'm like, guys, you have to try this. No, nah, I'm not into that. No, nah, I'm not into that. And so, again, our game of the year, folks, this is not like if I was a journalist being paid to do this, I would be making my 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 opinions based more off of, Hey, did it change the medium? What did it do here? This changes the medium though. And this is my personal game of the year for 2018. Wow. So if you get a chance, if you like a great story, pick it up. So Def, what's your game of the year so far? So my game of the year is, is like a far left from that. It's, just destiny forsaken because 
God, it's good. They've finally fixed everything. Like they've given us the end game back, basically. So in vanilla Destiny 2, there was no end game. You didn't even need to raid. You could get max max power without stepping foot in the raid. You could get all the raid gear, like all the weapons, all the gear without ever stepping foot in the raid. If you happen to be part of a clan that did the raid every week, you'd get an Ingram that would turn into raid gear. Um, they got rid of all the random rolls on guns and gear and stuff. They got rid of just stats on gear, period. So there was nothing to chase once you finished the campaign. If you did the raid, there were there really was nothing left for you to do. Um, so the second, uh, the first expansion and the second expansion were just okay. Warmind was good, and that that kind of set the the stage for Forsaken, and then Forsaken just picked it up and ran with it. The story was great. Um, there's no spoilers here. Kate dies. Like he 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 dies in the very beginning of Forsaken, and the rest of it is this like kind of westerny revenge story, where you take action to get revenge for the loss of your buddy. Um, and that campaign was fun; it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, they added a lot of different just quality of life adjustments that made the game that much more rewarding, that much more fun. And you had things to chase. Not only do you have all the gear and all the loot. You have all these different achievements in the game now that also reward you with titles and different things in the game that you only get by doing like the challenge mode of this, or the challenge mode of that, or going through and doing this and completing it in this way. Um, so they added a lot more replayability into the game because Destiny is a game of, rep of repetition. Like you're doing the same strikes, the same missions, maybe with, you know, a tweak here, a modifier there. Um, but they did it in a way where the things are you're, you're being rewarded in a way that you weren't being rewarded previously. Um, the gunplay still feels just butter. I, I, have, I have yet to play a first person shooter that feels as good as Destiny 2. I know a lot of people say Call of Duty feels great, but I still feel like Destiny just feels a lot smoother when it comes to its actual gunplay. Um, the Crucible is fun, Gambit is fun. Um, they got rid of like they we called it the butt hugging meta because uh, in Crucible, if you weren't team shooting, you weren't winning, you were just constantly dying. Um, they opened it up to where now you have those hero moments where you can go in there and almost wipe a whole team if you're good enough. Um, so that's that's a lot of fun. And then the PvE PvP mode with Gambit, where it's four of you versus four of them versus enemies, and then you got to take down your big bad before they take down their big bad. Just the addition of that is, has been a lot of fun. We recently got um, an expansion, not an expansion. I would say a content pack because the DLC is very different this year. It's not an expansion. It's not a new you know, like a story-driven mode or whatnot. It's really in-game content. So they're constantly adding to the in-game, which I appreciate because if you play a lot of Destiny, you're you're going to be an in-game player. So a lot of people are like, oh, but, you know, the casuals, they can't play this because they're not high level. Well, I mean, if you're not playing Destiny to get to the end of it, then you're not going to play this anyway. It's not that kind of thing. So you still have a lot of content to get through to get to the end game so play that you've got plenty of game to play and then once you're done if you get the annual pass you can you, there's more for you yay that's what it's supposed to be um but i'm just having a lot of fun with it my 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 clan is reinvigorated we're constantly playing we are terrible at getting a raid together because kids wives nine to fives in life um but i'm 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 enjoying the hell out of it right now um runner up would definitely be smashed it's a lot of fun. Oh, you just need to take it with you on the bus rides, find you a character so you can avenge yourself and not be doing all the chores and losing all the time with Luigi. 
So the, the, uh, that's my game of the year. Poor Luigi's taking that L. Yeah. Uh, I hope at some point in time I can just be like, I'm going to call him EG. And everyone's gonna be like, why? Because <laughs> like, he's not taking he, no he that hell no more, baby. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Dev, where can the people find you? You can find me on our Discord most of the time. I am always there. Um, I don't even know what the link is. PSVG.discord. I don't know. I don't know. But you can find me there. Work. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on the Twitters uh, at Dev Atias on Twitter. Um, and that's where I'm mostly at. Come, come holler at me. Pick a fight. Um, I fight back. So. Let's let's do the thing. All right, you can find me again, Coach Hulk on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at our Discord. I um, I normally read everything in OT Xbox. Like those are the two rooms I go in. I have not gone back into the Nintendo room for a minute uh, after Flex slapped me down so hard and said you're just not good <laughs> enough. Um, so I probably won't go back in that one. I try to stay out of the PS or the PlayStation one because the last two times I jumped in kind of picked a fight on the low, like wasn't intentional. Like first time was a joke. I think both times were technically me joking, but they're funny jokes, by the way. Um, so if you want to scroll back through and find me being hilarious, uh, there was a certain picture that I made <laughs> that was just freaking funny. That's all I got to say. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find us there and you can also find us on Patreon. So oh, yes. yeah, we have a PSPG Patreon. That is something that happened when we were gone. Um, I you may or may not hear an awesome Madden 19 uh commercial, and that was maybe sort of paid for by PSVGOT. Uh and, oh man, what Seth got a little upset about that, and I was dying because that was <laughs> that was the best response ever. Who put this Madden 19 commercial on my podcast? And I'm like I'm so sorry, Seth, but when I saw that tier, definitely worth the money. <laughs> they can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pay for that thing year round. We're gonna have some banging sports games commercials coming out. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for being around, family. And uh, like we say every time when we're here, I guess that's the end. Game over. Shut up and sit down.